happen and all right hello everyone thank you for joining us tonight um this is light code portal my name is tanya griffin i'm dean of education with light language university tonight's topic is going to be spirit guides i'm here with anna noise founder of light language university and circle insights hello anna how are you tonight hi so good to see you <laughs> how are you doing i'm doing good today was wonderful how was your day very well thank you thank you and so we're talking about spirit guides tonight yes All and right. that's something you know, lots of people have questions over uh some people get very um confused over what a spirit guide is um whether they're actually um hearing a spirit guide or whether they are talking to themselves so, <laughs> so for people who have that question what would you say well let's start from the basics so each one of us have a separate um energy in our field and we each have this special vibration we call that light language and how we vibrate is how our guides communicate or come into our aura, our energy fields, and communicate with us. So some of us who are can hear <laughs> our clear audience, and some of us uh, can feel them as they come into the aura and step in because of their energy frequency. And so um, it just depends how how they um, they feel or communicate. So the question was, what was the question? Go back to your question. The question would be uh, for those who um, are new at speaking with spirit guides or getting the information, understanding what is their own voice in their head and what is the spirit guide talking to them? Mm, okay. Um, so let's see if you, um, this, we kind of do this in light language. If you say your ABCs in your head silently, you can hear your own voice and spirit guides. If they're communicating with you, um, on the auditory, then it, it almost has a different sound. It has a different frequency, um, that is not yours. And you kind of recognize it as that if you are uh, feeling them, of course, that's a different, different way that they communicate, then you can kind of play with them. And people have multiple spirit guides. We have, they come in and out, but we have one or two that stay with us most of our life as we go through trying to do our contracts. Sometimes we have soul agreements that we want to do. So they, they come and work with us on, on those degrees. But I would suggest if you are wanting to learn uh, to hear your guides, then we do some a practice which we call twilight. And Tanya, you know a lot about twilight. Do you twilight? Actually, it's very rare for me to twilight because I'm one of those people that when I go to sleep, I pretty much am gone. Now, sometimes if I wake up early in the morning, I can I can get into that that that's that twilight state where I can communicate. But most of the time, my communication is actually while I'm very conscious. Uh, okay. Well, for other people, we do it every night just before we fall asleep. We have one foot in the spirit world, world and one foot in the physical world. And so we do that just before we fall asleep. It's that sweet spot. 
So you can't, you're conscious of everything that's happening. And this is a good time to ask questions and start communicating and getting to know your guides. Also, when you wake up, it's the same thing. So you get you get to practice before you go to sleep and you get to practice when you wake up. And working with the energies and starting to communicate with them is an excellent way of, of you know, getting to know them. Mm -hmm. I know that for me, when I first... Um, realized that, that 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 was what I was hearing. It wasn't just my inner voice talking to me, that I actually had a guide. And once I actually started practicing meditation and mindfulness, and I started understanding that there was more than one guide that could come in for different things, I had other ones that came in. And if it hadn't been for really good friends that that were there for me during that time, I would have thought that I was schizophrenic because I had so many different ones coming first to teach, you know, to help me learn different lessons because I was learning at a, a, learning concepts at a kind of a fast rate. Yes. Well, and some of them, I think, will come in and they I, I've talked to different students and they'll have a sing song. So they'll sing something to them or somebody will have um, a kind of a rhyming voice. So they really try to get your attention on how whatever level that you're vibrating at, whatever level that you're paying attention. Uh, some ways that they communicate is through numbers. Sometimes when I know I'm supposed to be exactly where I am, I'll see the triple triple digits, like 333 or 444. And it's like, yes, I'm supposed to be exactly where I am at that moment. So it's always good confirmation. Or you can be sitting on um, the street and watch something drive by and, uh, you know, or a sign. And you ask a question and you get the answer as you're driving <laughs> by. So, and I've, um, I had to, I wanted to tell two stories. There was one story and both of these stories are in my book. When I was 12, I was walking home from school and, um, back in the seventies, you know, <laughs> we didn't, we didn't worry about things like we do now. <laughs> and so I'm walking home and all of a sudden I heard in my head just so loud. It said, run. And I went, run. I didn't even think. I just started running. A white van drove up close to me and two boys jumped out of the van and they started running after me and then they jumped back in the van and took off. Oh. But the scream in my voice was so loud. It just said, run. <laughs> kind of like in Jurassic Park. <laughs> You've seen that movie. I'm like, okay, and I'm running. And another, another example is um, my husband and I with a, our kids one uh, summer we went to Taos, New Mexico, and we were looking at one of these beautiful galleries. And I remember I was looking up and just really enjoying the um, the art. And all of a sudden I heard very loud was stop. And I stopped, froze, because it just kind of shook me to the core. And then I looked down. And as soon as I looked down, because I also heard look down, and it's when I looked down, my next step would have been down a flight of stairs. Oh, so they, <laughs> I have actually, so uh, we always laugh. I have quite a few spirit guides that hang out with me just to keep me from hurting myself or getting in trouble. <laughs> but, um, but we do, they, they are here, even though um, we have these contracts and they're there to help us uh, finish these contracts. We do have a purpose, a life purpose. 
and they're here to help us um, get those done. However, however that is. <laughs> we always, we always, oh, sorry, Tanya, I was going to say, we always tell people, if your spirit guide is telling you what to do, if your spirit guide is, you know where I'm going with this, right? Is, is being bossy or um, kind of uh, leading you or giving you answers, then you're definitely not working with a spirit guide. You're working with something else. And so we have um, souls or um, ghosts that like to come and pretend that they're spirit guides. So there's a bunch of rules that we like to teach. And, um, you know, there's an order of operations on how this works when working with these beings. Correct. I know that with my spirit guides, and I usually try to connect every day. That's one of the things that that myself I do um, to that help me develop my communication to open that communication. Because once you open that communication, it's a lot easier to stay in that communication. And uh, one of the things that I do is every morning, just basically have a conversation with them on my way to work. And usually it goes something like this. When I want to know something, I'll be like, okay, what's going to happen if I do this? And they'll answer something similar to this. Well, if you know the ending, then you won't perform the actions and you won't learn your lesson. Right. <laughs> They're not going to tell me. They'll say, you know, what do you want to have come out of this? What, you know, but and they'll guide, they'll guide me and they'll say, you know, they'll give me those feelings, you know, go this way, not this way. But they don't go, okay, at five o'clock, you need to do this, this, and this. Yeah. Let's call that free will. And we right. have that. We, we need to. They, they're very respectful of that. So we need to remember that. Um, I've worked with so many students that are, they think they're working with a guy and they end up with this trickster. And um, we've, we've, you've encountered that too with, with some of the work that we do. And tricksters will pretend that they're spirit guides, but they're not, they're always misleading. So if you're getting a negative, then you're not working with a spirit guide. Are you getting someone that is um, pushing you in a direction that is not a spirit guide? Right. Yeah. Or yeah. if you have the one that comes in and uh, you know you're struggling with something and suddenly you hear that voice that said you really want to drink or you really want this. That's not they don't have your best interest at heart. That's not your guide. <laughs> right. So it's good to, to establish that. And so we do, I think we do several exercises at the university, Light Language University, where we um, work with our students who are learning to communicate with their spirit guides and get them, you know, the proper pr protocol <laughs> so they know they're, they're working with a, with a good team. And spirit teams you have for um, as long as you're, you're alive. And when we transition, they're always there waiting for you to help you transition over. And that's the importance to take to taking light language 101 is helping you learn how to work within those protocols with your spirit guides so you understand what the differences are and so forth. Yes. 
question? Oh. <laughs> I heard an echo and I was trying to figure out where the echo was coming from. Um, oh, okay. Yes. Um, what about animals? Can animals be your spirit guides? Well, we have, um, yes, in the shamanic practice uh, and other other practices, yes, animals can. We have, um, so I think one of the questions that a lot of people ask is, what's the difference between an animal totem and an animal helper? And so what we teach at the university is an animal totem is your essence. You get one of that. So whatever your animal essence is, is your lifetime. And that's your totem. And then, of course, you have hundreds of um, animal helpers that come in, depending on what you need to learn or are teaching you how to, for instance, bear will give you strength and teach you. Tiger will teach you how to stalk. Um, eagle teaches you how to see far away or hawk um, hunting or flushing something out. So, yes, um, we do have animal and we also have um, gatekeepers, which are one of my favorites So uh, that we teach at the university. And gatekeepers, I always see them with their arms like this. You know, they kind of keep you out of certain rooms in the Akashic Records, or they'll keep you out of different dimensions. They're there for our own um, protection. Because if you're not vibrating at that frequency, then you can really download some high frequency that can do some harm if your body's not ready to hold that space. Or you, so you really need to learn how to match and, and merge. And once you do, as you know, Tanya, they just kind of step aside. Yeah, and say that's a lesson learned for you. <laughs> yes. One of my one of my students did actually. She she um uh, she called me and and uh, said she, there was some energy and she said I don't know I'm I'm having like I think I'm having a panic attack I'm not sure what I can't breathe and I said oh did you go into that room and she said yes I found another room on another dimension on how to get in and I I had we had talked earlier and she had told me that there was a um, a guard at the gate um, gatekeeper. Who wouldn't let her in so she had found another way to get in so we had to calm her energy down she learned very quickly that they're there for our own protection so uh good to a good lesson yes. i think yeah um is there any way to confirm that it's your guides giving you the correct guidance yes yes it is and um, you can you can start um Again, you have this relationship. I have the beings that come in and we have this personal relationship. And sometimes I just forget to ask, you know, the question, but they're always there. They're always communicating. They're always talking. If I listen, some, you know, I hear them joking around or, um, so yes, you can confirm, you can, you can ask questions. You, you get to know them on this personal relationship, their family, and spirit guides, um, they have the purpose of being in our lives because once they help us fulfill our purpose, then they go on and move on to other, um, you know, other beings, other lives, and they, they do their own. And we, as we, um, we go on transition, we can also become spirit guides if we're called to do that, depending on that higher self and where we want to help someone else. So it's kind of that service that we do. Um, it's a 
I guess, uh, humanity, you know, is the higher purpose for humanity. Kind of uh, a galactic community service. Exactly. (laughs) That we all do for each other (laughs) on that higher space. And and as you know, speaking of galactic, you can have, um, you know, aliens, you can have different beings. That's my dog chasing a cat. So you can have (laughs) animals. (laughs) So, um, yeah, um, right. Go, go ahead. That, that is a story that I'll tell. That was one of my, um, when I was doing my mindfulness and, and first learning how to communicate well, um, I had, uh, an, an alien that popped in kind of freaked me out a little bit at first. Um, gotta tell you but then you you know just kind of go we'll just roll with it see what happens he had a very good purpose and and believe it or not i mean all of mine have names some people i don't know if they have names for theirs but mine have names and uh he had a very um uh american name we called him charlie and when charlie comes in it's because i need to learn a uh a lesson about dimensions and energy and how all that works together and because when people mention the multiverse or that we're multi-dimensional oftentimes that's very difficult concept to wrap your mind around because we look at ourselves as very linear and so he came in to teach me little snippets to help me understand yeah, they're very good at, at holding our hand and, and getting us through. They're also good because they can see the future and they see the possibilities of our energy and where we are collapsing time timelines that they can. Sometimes they will give you the heads up. I've, I've had that in my own where they've given me the heads up. Um, so just depending. Mine was more of teaching me uh, the concepts, teaching me in little chunks how we fit together in different dimensions and how different dimensions work and how our energy is flows in other dimensions. So it was, it was concepts that I was having difficulty with. So he came in and he gave it to me in little bitty chunks that I could understand. So then when I stepped back, I could see the bigger picture. Of course. Yes. No. So that was very helpful. Yeah. Now, um, It seems that one of the things that um, people are getting, you know, having trouble with is still understanding the difference, how you can tell the difference between that voice in your head and your spirit guide. Now, I know that, you know, we referenced this while ago in Light Language 101, you know, we go through a lot of that. But once you open up that communication, and I think, you know, you'll allude to this in just a minute. Once you start having that communication, you'll know the difference. You'll feel the difference in the energy between them. Correct? Exactly. No, you you said it beautifully. And it it takes practice. So um, we do follow a protocol, a pretty strict protocol, on how we we get people to start communicating with um, their spirit guides. And then from there, then it's just a matter of practicing and getting to know them. But again, they're, they're like family. They are, well, they are family. (laughs) So, um, 
And um, there's another aspect of it that um, it, it can also be another part of yourself. So we can go into a whole nother discussion on that, that some of the, the uh, spirit guides are other aspects of ourself and other lifetime. And that goes back into uh, multi-dimensions and, and how we fit in with the soul's um, anatomy, as you know, which we teach in 102. Right, exactly. And it's like you said, once you work with this, this is just like anything else. We all have the ability to do this. We hear our spirit guides every day. We may just not recognize that that's what it is, but we've all, we, we do it every day. It just, it takes practice. It's just like anything else. It's, <laughs> it's, it's you know, most people aren't blessed with the ability to, to, to know exactly who they're talking to at all times. It takes some practice. Exactly. Yeah. And the best place to practice is with, the, with friends and, and get, to, you know, your teachers or, or even, you know, the twilight is a really good time because once we're, we're sitting there and we're, um, or you're going to sleep, they can come in and they start teaching a lot of times. Well, actually I, um, back in 2007, I couldn't find a teacher for a while. So I was working, I, I had a couple of teachers and, and they were coming. Um, but then I realized that I was actually being taught a lot during that twilight time in the morning and then in the evening. And I was bringing a lot back. So Light Language University is what we're doing with dimensions and time frames is from those teachings with being with those beings. And in fact, Tanya, I was sitting because they don't have concept of time. Which is kind of funny. So I was sitting at a movie. I think we're, we'd taken the children to go see Spider-Man. And Spider-Man's starting. And we're sitting there. And all of a sudden I hear, and we're going to have a lesson. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I want to watch. I have my popcorn and my, my soda. I want to I watch <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Let's do this later. <laughs> so... Um, and we will, you know, one of the things that people always worry about, and I, I have to say myself when I first started uh, in this too, um, they want to ask the question, do they see you when you're in the shower or on the toilet? Yes, that's their favorite time to get you. <laughs> still, correct? <laughs> or the shower. <laughs> or, or when you're quiet. So yes, because yeah. you can hear them. But practicing that voice, uh, saying your alphabet and hearing your voice and then recognizing when those other uh, voices are imposed um, into your, your brain, then you'll realize the impressions that you get, that they're from, from your guides. And, oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. <laughs> so um yes and and then of course you can have many of them so usually people have one or two we really do have guardian angels i mean i have i have two uh guardian angels There's, i've told a couple of stories of them saving my life but um we, then we have teachers we have that come in and then we have master um you know master teachers and then um aliens that will come in or uh, spirits that come in to help us with other things or interdimensional galactic beings <laughs> that come in and they don't always look like um, I would say 
regular people that we're used to. Uh, even the gold beings are kind of, uh, they, they look like Oscars. Somebody was explaining, they said, oh, they look kind of like Oscars. And I was like, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> from the movie awards. So yeah. yeah, they do. They do. They're very tall and uh, they look like them, but um, just incredible beings that come in. Uh, one thing about the spirit guides is once your um, energy changes, and your vibrational frequency is higher than another, and you finish your lessons, then another spirit guide will come in. And that frequency will, um, you'll start working depending on what those lessons are, what, what you've accomplished. But it, but it is interesting because when they come in, sometimes you'll detox because it's at a higher frequency. And, um, uh, we have a lot of people going through dark night of the soul. They don't know what's happening or they're detoxing physically or they're, and it's because they've finished something and accomplished. And now they're moving into this higher frequency with these different guides. Which is not always a physically pleasant thing to go through, but <laughs> no. necessary. <nonetheless>. No. <laughs> yes. That I, I think you just had a story with someone you knew very close who had a, had a little bit of a detox. Yes, 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 yes. Changes. Yeah, it's one of those things that um, they were doing the, they were practicing and doing what they were supposed to. They were on a regimen of, of chakra balancing and, and so forth. And when they finished their program, they started detoxing and we didn't know, we thought maybe you'd gotten a stomach flu. <laughs> And then it took us a little bit of time to realize, oh, <laughs> yes, he finished that program. So he actually raised his frequency and he's, you know, detoxing and getting rid of the things he no longer needs to be able to move on. <laughs> <laughs> to hold. And, and that's usually when the guides will come in, you know, at different frequencies or when we're done, um, depending. So I, I don't know. I think spirit guides are just one of those those wonderful topics so that people we again communicating with them having that relationship with them uh we do a practice that's kind of fun and you you tanya you you've done this with us where uh you you call in one guide and so since we're all clara you know we're all clairsentient we all have um we're empathic we we pick up energies and then just see if you can feel and then ask for another one to step in your field and see what that looks like. So anybody who can um, daydream is clairvoyant or anybody, yeah, to hear. So uh, just practicing opening up those those vibrational frequencies. Now, one question that some people have, because um, we do have a lot of, of ghost shows. So... If we have spirit guides, how do people get stuck? How do they they become ghosts if they have guides? They don't listen. <laughs> they don't listen. <laughs> right? They're just not. Yeah, they have to. They have to listen. Um, and we also, uh, and I think we're going to be doing a show right in um, at the end of this month at Eureka Springs. Um, yes, we have uh, a special edition of Light Code Portal from Eureka Springs uh, on May the 29th. 29th, yes. okay. <laughs> watch watch our, our Light Code Portal page 
and our Facebook, Light Language University's Facebook page for mm -hmm. additional information. Um, I do believe it's at seven o'clock that night and we're going to be talking about spiritual attachments, correct? Yes. Attachments in the energy field. Yes. And, um, but, but to, to go back to the question, thank you, because yes, <laughs> it's going to be a fun one. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, but you're right. Um, people, we, you know, we get obsessed with something or we, we have some unfinished business, I guess you could say. And so the guides are there when we do our transition. I've been with people when they pass and watch the, the spirits come in, the friends, the family and the guides come in waiting but if the person's so transfixed on something, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to follow and move. They're going to stay, stay where they are. So again, free will. <laughs> it's all about free will. It is. It is. Um, do we know our spirit guides from other lifetimes? Yes. Since, you know, reincarnate. Do they come with us from other lifetimes? Yes, we know them from, yes, definitely from other lifetimes, other dimensional um, energies. Um, yes, we do know them. Okay. Yeah. Well, it is now 7.59. So um, I'm going to thank you so much. I think we had a good time tonight. I'm hoping we answered everyone's questions. And... Uh, that they have a better grasp on spirit guides, but please, if you have more questions, you can join us at light language university. Um, we are online and our light language 101, you learn a wealth of information and it will help you learn how to open up that communication. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for those of you who've had light language 101 and 102, and that's why we request that people take or require people to take 101 and 102 first. So that way you learn how to work with that energy and learn how to communicate so you can move on to the higher levels. We do have an Akashic Records class or workshop this weekend with Anna. She'll be teaching on Saturday and Sunday for those who've had light language 101 and 102. Please check our website, lightlanguageuniversity.com, for upcoming workshops. Yes. So thank you so much, Miss Anna. And we'll see you in two weeks where we're going to discuss. Uh, the soul's purpose? Yes, the soul's purpose. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> checking. Thank you, Tanya. All right. <laughs> thank good. you. All right. Night. Night.